<laughs> You're chewing it full on again. <sighs> Sometimes in life... It's the baseball player and you... <laughs> yeah, I can't have a piece of gum in my mouth and not chew it really hard. Like, I'm a hard gum chewer. Yeah? I'm intense. You have a gum? Oh, man, yeah. no crap. I'll chew my gum. One more thing. We're recording. We are? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, we're here with... Okay, we recorded a podcast last night. Yeah. And I'm... There was some technical issues, and I'm a fucking asshole and idiot. <laughs> and we de- I deleted the podcast. But um, we're going to do it again tonight. Whatever. And Fair not deep. delete it. Like it. Oh, man. It wasn't a delete so much as it was a an export issue. Yeah, an export issue. So uh, we're at Todd's at my... I am Todd. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> we're at my house I had a few beers <laughs> um we're here with leona basson from shop task owner operator um canadian sabbath distributor jewish mastermind wizard wizard uh inline skate instructor certified slalom certified instructor <laughs> steven steven seagal, steven seagal. <laughs> That's too what good. Name. and we have another special guest Anthony Finocchiaro <laughs> from Paris. Perfecto. Perfecto. <laughs> uh, Anthony is the art director for Seba Skates. And uh, he's produced some of the highest viewed inline videos on yeah. the interwebs. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It's funny, hey? Like, like twice as much as happy sections and how stuff. many how many views did those get the uh, the, China the Shanghai one? one is still really popular mm, it's hard to say because uh, we got many views from different media totally like yeah TV and yeah Vimeo or YouTube so yeah. <clears throat> I guess for uh, if we um, total I guess it's around 8 million or something 8 million yeah because it was uh, That's on, a lot. on German TV, on French TV. Wow. And uh, it was on the bus in Argentina, in the TV, in the bowling in Australia. Like CJ sent me a picture like he was doing a bowling. Yeah. And it was like a big screen into the bowling. And uh, it just when he just arrived, he saw my face with my friend Piers in the big screen. Amazing. So he just took a sh- snapshot of that. And he so your boss must have been pretty stoked. Uh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's so cool because yeah, yeah, it's something that you made yeah. for your work, but it was like but, uh, you did, made it your way, yeah, and then it turned out to be the best thing. Yeah, but uh, it's crazy for this one because I didn't plan anything yet. <clears throat> we just been there and we took these two weeks together, yeah, more ten days, like together to make just some clips. No idea, especially. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when I get back home, I just start into editing this video and without any plan really. And uh, I dropped them in internet and uh, it was like a boom, big boom, like the first week. Whoa. And I didn't control anything. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it was on TV, like in some country that I don't know. What I just saw it, uh, saw it later after. Wow. Oh, the and, fucking uh, internet. Yeah, the so screen. is that like. So I, I, I can't really tell how many views we got. Because it was like on many TV that we yeah, didn't yeah. control. So exactly. Yeah, so I can't really tell, but uh, we have like some report uh, about how many views we got. Like, 
Um, so maybe. people just if people take your clips and like put them on TV and stuff, yeah. like they can do that and not pay you or anything. Mm, I control as much as I can, like in internet, iPhone. Like uh, some people share it on YouTube or Vimeo, so I ask uh, in the right way to delete. And when they don't don't do it, I just ask yeah. YouTube to do it or Vimeo, whatever, where I just found it. Did you have any issues? Because I've had like <coughs> issues with baby videos and stuff where other YouTube channels will just yeah, outright steal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Delete. I don't yeah. know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know, like the music and stuff, I didn't didn't really ask or use like a, with the right permission to, to use it. I don't know. So, but yeah, you I never, just drop it there was never, never an issue. I never get anything yet. On, on, on all yeah. of my videos, I never had problems. Yeah. But I know, yeah, many of my friends are, yeah. are dealing. Yeah. So is that like one of the reasons because you're, you, are paid to come here is that like okay you are so successful with this video <laughs> just d go somewhere and bring your camera yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the idea yeah more or less yeah. sweet yeah <laughs> that's a good just, deal you know so, sometimes you I don't know what to say it's like yeah someone sometimes uh once in a lifetime <laughs> i don't know i, I get just all, uh, all of this view and uh it was a good success so we ch we did that last year as well in india just yeah for, and it's nice. also yeah. good to promote uh inline in the country that uh, no one really skate there totally no one really it was really interesting to see all the knows. people's reaction that yeah, video yeah, yeah. Was really and great. it was like so uh, yeah it was so so funny uh, in india the, like, cool. the people like that we meet on skate they're trying to stop us and they was like ah oh, and they, they really don't know how to call inline rollerblading or whatever they don't even know what it, they what don't it's even know the name or... so they was like oh nice shoes man you you put wheels on your shoes <laughs> <laughs> and there was this fucking biggest smile that you uh, and kid must have amazing flipped yeah, out. the kids was like i don't know like that would look yeah. so fun if you had so never we, seen we, rollerblades yeah, before we, sp we spent like an hour like, with some shit, kids in, uh, in agra and uh, i let them try my skate to nice. everyone yeah that was funny man that was funny they never tried before they don't even know how to call it that was funny whoa yeah uh, <laughs> so, so funny cool. to think That's of something so cool. that came from yeah. from india like and i try so hard uh, like few few months after in my mind, I was like, okay, I did, I did that. That's good. But uh, maybe all of the world see the video, but probably not Indian people. Yeah. And I think all of these guys that I film, they should, they should see it. So I try so hard to find someone that I see that I meet there on internet to just give it the links or just to download the video and to show to, to yeah, to as much as I can the the Indian people yeah so yeah I did uh, I tried so hard to find someone but I uh, yeah finally did and apparently uh, most of the guys on the video just is yeah they are sitting they are seated oh, that's so cool, cool. Oh. very cool my yeah. plan was to going back there and uh, just maybe uh, give it like a poster of the picture that I took and uh, showing the video also but uh, it was yeah quite hard to do as it's really busy schedule so yeah. it wasn't really uh, <laughs> yeah, this is almost like to do it. This is your downtime yeah, like, almost right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> Maybe yeah. downtime and freezing camp. your balls off in cameras. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, it was so cold and shitty today. Friday we had a really good skate day, and Man, today Saturday it was uh, snowing. <laughs> That's Canada thing or? Uh, it's a March thing. It's uh, it's a March thing. <laughs> okay, I get it. It's, You'll have really sunny days, and then the next day it'll snow. Some, some All the other people around me are like, "No, this is a freak thing. This never happens in March. Every March, people are like, oh my god, I can't believe it's snowing. It's March. It's like it always fucking this snows is, in March. This is <laughs> end of March though. Like it April snows in April. They say. Remember we went to that comp in Calgary a long time ago, the one that was in the gym? Yeah. And we came there, and we were all, like, tanned from skating the skate park, and it was in April, and it was still freezing cold in Calgary. Like, there's yeah, like, it's really warm nice here. It's nice. Yeah. But in combination some... with freakish snowstorms. I just feel like it was a little bit excessive today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yesterday God was a summer day. And today was a winter day. And Vancouver, That's when I came extreme. down, was, that was beautiful too. Yeah, it was true. really good. Yesterday was amazing. I almost take off my t-shirt. Yeah. And today I can't feel my my finger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was the worst cold. I wasn't sore from skating. Wet. I was sore from the wet, cold feeling. You guys did really good though. Yeah. Thanks for. It was warm. Try. Thanks Leon. for being. He was hot. He was on fire. True professionals <laughs> over here making it happen. Oh, Leon That's made true. it happen. I even, even I can't even film. So <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, as soon as you get warmed up, it was so easy. It was, it was easy. It was fun. It's like the perfect weather to skate. Yeah, it was. You just need to get like your, to skate. You guys were using <laughs> some <laughs> professional things. You were moving like as it got more wet in the parkade. You would just move the cones closer. Yeah. In. I don't know. That was really good. And you even sessioned the one shitty kind of street obstacle too, <laughs> and killed it. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> the interesting thing about that is sometimes like when you can't skate everything and you, you have this really shitty thing, but you still have that like desperation and passion to get something, shit can go down. That's why so it just I, forces you into different. The territory. old skate park is so good for that because yeah. it's you go to the new park and there's so many options to do tricks that you kind of get overwhelmed and it's more crowded. The old park is like, here are some basic banks and a pyramid and it's by the river and it's really relaxed. There's a dog park. It's like the atmosphere of that place helps breed yeah, creativity. And, like, and also, there's nothing was... here what you got. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have ever this feeling that uh, actually when the, the way that we skate, like, I mean, we... Uh, not really aggressive not really free ride we just yeah with nothing we can do many things yeah and did yeah. you ever have this feeling that it's, it's me personally it just remind me when I was really young yeah and I started to skate and like you you really want to skate but uh, it's like after after dinner and you can't go to the skate park but you really want to skate so you <laughs> yeah. just put your skate on you go in, on your street just under your window that you can, that your mom can still see you yeah. and the only one stairs that you have in your building you just skate them like so hard and you do as much as you can you walk right you try everything you jump over a shit dogs or the totally <laughs> you know what I mean they just remind me yeah that's that's the yeah and that's what, what it's all about, about. Make yeah, and do, exactly. yeah. but now we have so much more like skill yeah. to do really sure. cool stuff. I don't, I, like a yeah. little stair. I gotta like, how much do I have to pay to get like uh, your slalom skating course? Because I gotta start learning some slalom skating from you. Oh, <laughs> it's free for you. Oh, <laughs> you got moves, man. You like you moves. Moves. Yes, you do. You gotta, yeah, you got moves. He's so good. And he's just, like, oh, I yeah. suck at this. You're better than. Maybe you like, should just forget the cons. 
Yeah, just I forget the cones. Just going straight. Because yeah. I can do, I I can do the pivots, and I didn't know I was doing pivots because they did them yeah. in aggressives, but I didn't know that they were pivots. But because uh, I want to be able to do cones, you can. One you thing can. I was thinking of with what you were saying right there, when that, uh, just the props section went up on Reddit, one of the top comments was like, uh, "It's like these guys." just discovered rollerblades and are really good but didn't know how to use them like like they're they came up with their own way how to use them and they're good like instead of like the, we right. didn't read the manual or look at what you're supposed to do on rollerblades like we're really stoked that we just found out rollerblades and we're just doing whatever we can yeah in them no, that's, we, a, that's a good thing we though. just mixed the, the manual like we <laughs> <laughs> our page was switched with a slalom page <laughs> that one, the manual <laughs> yeah haven't you seen that video called the truth, the truth. it's the about truth. the truth of skating the and they also made a sequel mind. and you can reference the, the truth, truth and the volume truth volume 2 <laughs> it is really funny that someone was so gangster Let's call our video the truth the because truth. this wasn't it the the truth name was like based on like an old uh, like New York contest or something. I thought it was. What that about the, the truth of big wheels? <laughs> big wheels, the truth, <laughs> the real truth. I think did we truth. have that joke once that we were going to call our next video Truth Three? Truth Three. It's a great idea. Truth Three, like more free. truth than before. <laughs> more truth than. <laughs> the truthest the truther the truest <laughs> those, those are good videos though they are yeah um I don't know about them being there's some good sections in them I think as a video I don't find myself returning to them but I I do like I do well, remember we were video. watching a Colin Kelso section before this, so that's like I find myself watching his section yeah if you have Colin Kelso and Sean Kelso in a video It's going to be good just for their parts. Yeah. Just for their sections. It's a good... And Sean Kelso is good. A really good filmer. Yeah. And a good editor. Their stuff is really good. Really good. But I, I judge a video by, like, how often I think of it now and how mm -hmm. often I want to watch the whole thing. And there aren't a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll think, oh, I want to watch Colin Kelso's section from yeah. The Truth. But, But I won't say it. I yeah. want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. You know, so as a video, I don't think it was that strong. It had some really strong parts. Yeah, in what, in your head, like, just the, on this trip, when words. you're filming, what, oh, go ahead. Words. Hmm? Words. Words. Yeah. Words, yeah. Yeah, yeah words. words. Yeah. But it's no, just three skaters, so it's like, yeah. But even the French part. The, the magic number. Three skaters. Yeah. <laughs> It is, hey? Yeah. If you have yeah. too many skaters, you could, like, Imagine Blation was good, too. Three skaters, like, if you yeah. you keep it small. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Totally. Yeah, it makes a big I difference. Think, uh, four is like uh, I think I really it, like the four by four videos, like leading the blind and and uh, you can have four, yeah. And fuck, what was the one I really liked? The latest, the last, or the is four by four still a company? No, they're dead. <laughs> okay, what company is a company anymore? No, I mean, like, does four by four still make wheels and stuff? No, no. <laughs> Joey's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Really? They're dead. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. So. <laughs> was it that? Yes, yeah. Four by four dying was like a classic. Like, for some people, it was like, well, what's the fuck? What's the point, point of having rollerblading if yeah. there's no four by four? There's no four by four. It is. 
Really? There's no four-wheel? You can, you can feel it even with Drip Drop. You, you can feel it in the air with that video. You drip Drop? Just, I don't I like that. feel it. Drip Drop was a good fucking video. It was really dark and like... Uh. I thought it was really, really good. I, I stand it, by Drip Drop. I gave it 4.5 <laughs> stars in my... Uh, my one review. That's a high rating. And it made some people not happy because they didn't use... Wasn't uh, it 4.5 wheels? It wasn't in HD. 4.5 wheels. Or DVDs or whatever it was. Really? They got mad... Don't. Don't even... They got mad because... I think Colin Kelso was upset that I gave it 4.5 Instead of 5? Yeah. Well, uh... 4.5 is a high rating. If you want a 5, you it better have got a, It would have got a 5 <laughs> if it didn't have jump cuts. Yeah, those jump cuts, yeah, that was the biggest downfall. Because there was like some really crazy lines of Pat Lennon where they cut the middle out of and it. And Farmer. Yeah. And obviously and for pacing reasons. I think they, they cut the middle out of a lot of lines. Yeah. But that's obviously is, for pacing reasons because it's a shorter video. You, but you sometimes you just have to leave those parts longer. Yeah. And if you do do jump cuts out of the line, you have to make the viewer not notice it. Yeah. Because uh, we were talking about that today with like cone skating. You can take a part of cone skating but you have to make it at least look smooth the way that yeah. you cut in and out of it yeah bottom line you're not going to get five stars on your video review if you do jump cuts you got to leave in the lines <laughs> <laughs> let's see you roll <laughs> you'd be a good like skate company boss like people presenting videos to you because that quote right there was perfect for you chewing gum leaning forward Bottom line. Online. Bottom line, you're not going to get five stars. <laughs> what do you think of this? I'm trying Joey's McKellar beer. Mm. IPA. Something interesting that I learned about this beer, they outsource all of their brewing, so they don't actually have a brewery. They're just buddies with breweries who they know can make good shit, mm-hmm. and then they do small runs of, like, custom beer I thought that was huh. a really interesting business model so you choose this one or in yeah I went to like a, they have they have beer tastings in town this like younger guy who's really fucking passionate about beer and has small groups of people and he'll bring in brands that he really likes and he'll talk about the brands and you learn cool <clears throat> shit like when you go into the store it's so overwhelming now that there's so many different kinds of special beer to have someone who tries everything and tells you what's good and what's yeah. not. Yeah, it's more powerful. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You gotta have someone to tell you what's good. Like, and if you don't know what's good, you need to go to a pro. And once you trust them, you're always gonna buy whatever beer they make. Exactly. Those yep. people are becoming... collaboration they do. And exactly. once some of the other tastings, like they actually have uh, Parallel 49 from Vancouver, the, the dude who actually brews the beer and one of his buddies that works there, they actually came and they would hang out at each table and just talk to you as a human being nice. and not promote the brand and ask questions about the beer and I was like then that of course like I don't follow everybody on Twitter and stuff but like I'll follow if I meet people from the company mm-hmm. I'm so much more likely to like buy their beer mm-hmm. like the guy who's actually making the beer I talk yeah. to him it makes such a difference I'm not gonna buy a, like is Budweiser gonna send someone out to go to a beer tasting that's like a young dude who brews Budweiser beer? No. Budweiser is Bud- like affordable gluten-free beer. Budweiser is still the number one beer in Canada, though, because of the blue collar. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is surprising. 
apparently just it's always number one. There might, uh, except for in the Kootenays, uh, their local beer is number one. It's the only place in British Columbia, obviously the Kootenays, because they're a little bit further ahead. They they Nelson or whatever like it would be like if Kamloops had a beer and they're really into supporting local shit, it would be number one over mm-hmm. Budweiser. So, we have a local beer. But you Kamloops. know, Kamloops beer. At least we used to. Is uh, Bear Brewing still in Kamloops? They do kind of what this. They do things for companies like this. They'll like they'll brew four different brands. So right. they're like the factory in China that makes Nim and razors <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and what. Produce. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> there's a pow- there's a power slide factory and there's a razors factory. In China. At Taiwan. 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 They should make uh, edits of the factories making the boots. They did, didn't they? In China? They did? No, I don't Nims so. did one. Uh, Did they? Blade, but, uh, yeah, I remember she <clears throat> was, was like, in the factory or something like this. There was a really good one where uh, Shane Coburn took like Latimer and Farmer to the factory because that first run of Mook frames, everybody broke them. <laughs> everybody broke them. I even broke them, and I yeah. don't break frames very often. I was at the it was a defective product when everyone came up for New Year's and we were having a really good session in the snow. <laughs> yeah, you busted your frames. Busted my frames. There was that picture of all of them snapped. There was a really cool edit where they were showing like a machine that was trying to break the frames, and Shane Coburn was explaining like uh, what what that would was happen? a smart idea. Like when yeah, what would happen in that case? Like if you invested all this money into a product and all of them broke. Everyone who bought them wanted their money back because it was defective. Like, is there, like, insurance, or was he just out, like, a lot of money? Well, Todd, I'll tell you. I've sent messages to Shane Coburn to be on the podcast to discuss these issues. And he remains silent. I've got nothing back yet because... Come on, Shane! Great. Just selfishly, for anybody who's into product development for skating, the story of the Mook frame, we need to hear it. Come on, Shane. Because we don't have the answers. But that is... Probably the most famous failed product in skating history, in terms of something that had such good marketing, so much hype, and everybody a lot bought of it. people bought them, and, and then all uh, like eighty to ninety percent of the product that failed. Would suck. There was that famous picture that was going around online of just like a line of broken frames, and the black ones were great though. Those didn't the second one? Yeah. yeah. I still, still have a pair. They're good forever. Yeah, Yeah, because they had like the injection molding in the center yeah. of the frame. The plastic mm-hmm. was harder too. The, the... No, the, the first one there, the injection, I think right in the center, something like that. It was this. the way that it went in? Yeah, so I don't remember crazy. it at the time, but someone was telling me. Skate products. Yeah. They got to take what you can dish out. Yeah, they got to be tough, like us. Has anybody ever broken a uh, deluxe frame? Is it possible? Did. You did? Yeah. Did you? It's possible, yeah. yes. Yeah. Is it? How? Nothing is impossible. I was skating the, the tricks with the 90, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was but like doing you, cones with it. If you it. use soft skate behind also, that make the frame more easy to break, I guess. Because if you use strong skates, it's yeah. more hard to break them. But uh, 
they but burn the also your pretty... weight if you're a yeah. big guy. <laughs> How do they break? Yeah. For sure, it's so they, they have like sure. it's like breaking holes. a sword. They have three holes, yeah. like three mounting holes in the back. Oh, and, I could see. And it yeah. cracked in between the, the two of them. But I was like really leaning on it. I was really working them. And then it was making noise at first. It's like, oh, that's really You would have weird. to, f- that's your, that's it took user me a long, error. a while. I skated them, like, I would do fish brain stalls, like, I would really smash oh, them. Oh, man. That's user error, because if your yeah. shit's yeah. rattling, you gotta, you gotta but, check it out. But on the newer ones, there's only two slots instead of the yeah. three. So it's How? stronger. Let's make it stronger. Have yeah. you guys actually tried the different mounting points? Yeah, like, sure. Yeah? yeah? Do you yeah, have a preference? Yeah, or? for skate cross, for example. Really? Yeah, for the start, to push. I use the Igor skate, and I use on the inside the, no outside yeah. really yeah mm, why? just a little bit more outside why because it make my uh, I don't know I, I'm, I'm kind of oh you oh. S- you pronate you yeah. kind of more like exactly. in like a hockey kind of <clears throat> running yeah. position so really? I can yeah because I have such a small uh, legs <laughs> <laughs> and I have to push two times more than everyone else but does it feel so, weirder like when you're just in your regular state skating stance then does it go does it feel weird to stand straight up uh, down on the course? I didn't feel it really, but uh, it just helped me to push more. Yeah. And, uh, Shit, I gotta try yeah, just... the, the, how to say, the wheels are more, uh, how to say, grip. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, with the outside. Yeah, yeah you're more on your inside. It's yeah. weird to think that you can also do like, you can do like diagonal out, <laughs> yeah. <or> diagonal <laughs> in if True. you want, like you could. True. Yeah. And I wonder try if people it. actually do that. Yeah. From I mean, a, worth experimenting with. From a aggressive a skating schedule, perspective, there are like some of those setups would make top sides way easier. Mm-hmm. How you set it up, like if you dip your frame on. I the tried. Inward. I tried on aggressive skate with Sebastian. We tried to to make the same systems, but finally uh, the balance just should be uh, just should be uh, done in the right position, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Because Rems had yeah. to because, correct yeah. theirs eventually. Because and, so and it's too much pressure on your frame. So uh, right. even if you try to really uh, stop them. Do you think companies purposely put it in more so that there would Rem. be a, a, more, a bigger sole? Rems did. Mm, yeah. But yeah, like purposely, like the, consciously, like, that's oh, why we could just move the, the frame way in. Like, too soft on the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Like K2. The, yeah, oh, yeah. And K2 always yeah. had that where you... Yeah. So it felt out a little bit. it felt great for Royales to have it like in more. It's oh, like sure. oh man, I remember on my my backslide on K two back in the day when I was using this two hundred fifty cc, was really a, a good one. But um, Damn. yeah, but uh, my skate after a few sessions it looks so yeah too soft and uh, when you turn I don't know <laughs> yeah you just <laughs> fall on your ass. In the Jason but Marshall podcast, it was really soft. interesting hearing him talk about like when he got back into skating he's still like there's people who get back into skating and they try so many different skates and they just can't find yeah. something that has that feel of what they remember skating as because the sole plates go so far out and like just oh, to yeah. find a skate that feels good to Roy Allen for some people is really hard yeah oh, now yeah. because Imagine the people who are using this whole skate without any sole plate yeah they yeah just try to <laughs> they just burger new pair of, uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever, the skate, but they all have bigger suit plate. It's kind it's of, very different. Yeah, it's weird for this guy, <laughs> I guess. It's, it's totally different. Oh man, if you try... That's why they shoot big wheels. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Just a suit plate to do some few grinds, but, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. It's way better to, to come back on skate, I guess. 
just maybe after you can don downsize your wheels. That's you a really good point. Yeah. If it, that is interesting to think about people who are want to get back into skating and getting an aggressive setup, it might make more sense to get a big yeah. wheel setup and just get the feel for skating. Yeah, and yeah. Then, but they're all, sell it. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like all the, nostalgic for like what yeah, they used to because, do, and they just want to do what yeah, they yeah. used to do, oh, and man. it's not even that fun. Yeah, they come in, and I'm like, dude, trust me, like, I've been there, you're not going to have fun. Yeah. Like an older dude that I know is going to buy a pair of aggressive skates because he's nostalgic. Yeah. Come yeah. you, uh, Two days after, he'll be like, yeah, that was cool. Like, whatever. I know he's not going to stick to it. And like, no. Not only me. that, but like, you're going to suck. In yeah, the first yeah, exactly. Session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's and uh, you, you, finally, you don't have any pleasure to skate because, yeah, that's make you just more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> aggressive skating. Makes you try to skate on the street with, I don't know, with your dog or something. But you yeah. just... You drop it so bad, like man, with fifty-seven millimeters or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Anti-rock. They are feeling that you, uh, it's the worst skating, man. I don't know. And they don't want to. I listen. don't know how you can have no. that feeling. It's, it's like when in Paris. I, I should just not sell it. I do a silly skating on this bunch of aggressive skater wants to do it in aggressive wheels. Yeah. And then they are no. just like yeah, so uh, they have no pleasure. You can see they just like swear so much like <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like first if you just get try them. to follow everyone but the, the skates two time more and yeah they are just so tired I'm, I'm <laughs> never every stop you can see them changing changing the wheels because one of them break <laughs> yeah I'll never forget <laughs> when yeah. I it's terrible and they're like oh, do you have big wheels for me please <laughs> oh, someone can help me Nebraska yeah, goes so fast. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah he's not a real person. No, he's just playing over the, the bottom. <laughs> I'll never forget when I wrecked my ankle and I went wreck skating like for the first time in REMS with like 56 millimeter, like black, like 90A wheels. And I did the prison road in them. Oh, God. And I remember even like having to like stride down hills, and then that's when I first started getting an interest in like I was so committed to aggressives that even skating like four kilometers, I'd be like, I'll just use my rims. Like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then that's how, I yeah. got a pair of like, I guess seventy twos or something like skates, and it was a little bit better. And then it was like, oh, I should actually get like speed skates to try. And then it was like it changed my life, and yeah. that like. <laughs> You start to realize that you do actually have to have different skates for different things. You totally. don't have to, yeah. but it's beneficial it's to make have it different like skates. fun. And your <laughs> aggressive skates, when you're if you're in speed skates, your speed skates, and I've said this so many times before, but your other skates, when you do put your aggressive skates on and you're at a skate park, you skate way better because yeah. you realize why the wheel sizes are. And you're like lower to the ground, and like it's easier to control yeah. maneuvers yeah. and stuff. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's so flawed that like street skating or park skating in your head and when you watch it, you think it's so easy. Even you just, yeah. you, you think of a Royale on a handrail, but if you haven't been skating for a while or some people who haven't been skating for five or six years or maybe even a decade, yeah. they watch it and rollerblading can look really easy, especially people yeah. who are good at it. <laughs> And, a, and that's a flaw also when you're at a skate park of why people might be like, well, fruit boot or whatever. It, yeah. It's the easiest looking sport. It looks so easy. But it's so hard to make look easy. Yeah. And <laughs> it's perfectly said. And 
that's the, such a flaw. Like, yeah. it, that works against rollerblading in so many ways, yeah. in my opinion. It does. And for those people who want to get back into skating and buy aggressive skates, you're going to have at least three sessions yeah. where you're going to have to be terrible. Be really bad yeah. at skating. That's true. And you it's either... You're going to eat shit or you're just, you have to ease into it. Like people are yeah. smart. It's, it's devastating. more easy to see because because of Facebook or whatever, every social yeah. media. You can see that all of these guys, they just came back. They buy aggressive skate. They show like on Instagram, yeah, I broke this pair of skate, blah, 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 come back. And they just show a picture of a few sessions. But after, yeah, the, the skates. You don't, they're, they're just like, yeah, skates, I'm not into this. Yeah, it yeah. is kind of funny how it is really like. And I can't tell you how many people just like send me a message and tell me that they broke the pair of FRAs or something. And they are so, uh, yeah, this, yeah. They are Stoke. so happy again. And they yeah. just enjoy to skate again. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's make me. But people are like so yeah, afraid yeah. to just admit that that's. Yeah. Just True. fucking try it. Like, well, why are you fighting it so hard? I asked that question on Facebook, yeah. and I said, like, how how did everybody get into skating? What was your first pair of skates? And the 80, 90% of people, there was some people kind of like in the later 2000s who just bought aggressive skates. Almost everyone had an answer where there was like K2 Power Extreme, Ultra Wheels, Rollerblade Zetra Blades or like they would be naming off all of these words. Everybody started on 72 millimeter wheels and a neon colored skate. Everybody started with just the feel of skating. Mm -hmm. They didn't start they didn't know about tricks right away and even if they did their first pair of skates was something to understand the feel of skating and then you would have Mm -hmm. graduated into your next It's strange that a lot of those people are even reluctant to go back because you don't know how good it feels until I guess you try it's it. so yeah, that's, so that's why for me it's yeah. so I don't know make me so uh, I don't know what to say like the people are like yo big boots is something new blah 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 but it's not man <laughs> no it's like yeah and then, I don't know this bunch of guys try to do aggressive skating is the main thing and the aggressive skating is the, the first thing it was did on skate I don't know no and they just think that yeah, big wheels is a new things, but it's not. No, if no. you have a look on the uh, at the at the past. That's yeah. how it first started. Yeah. yeah, the first pair of skates was <laughs> yeah. bigger wheels, and uh, yeah, it was like not even so much space for grind. Or, yeah. Like if you if you would have gone back to those meetings and said, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> your beer was off somewhere. Just all your beer almost went all over your lap because we're good. Um, yeah, if you would like hop in a time machine and go back to those board meetings and said, "Listen, I know you guys are all set on releasing this skate with a seventy-two mil wheel. I really think you should put two fifty-fives on the outside <laughs> and no wheels in the middle. They'd be like, who the." F- fuck is this guy get the fuck out of my office like, <laughs> it's crazy though the right people behind the right company they made it happen yeah and there was a good era in skating where it was like it was weird to skate anti-rocker and this isn't i'm not going into flat nazi territory but like when asa was big and people like solomon and k2 were producing skates it was really standard to skate flat yeah that's true and and it was like it was 
talked about this before. It is not something bad to because no. if you really like to grind, like aggressive skating is yeah. Yeah. If you like to do it, why not? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's really good, and I enjoy to skate on Tiroka as well sometimes because I really love to do still back royal dog shit or whatever. But uh, yeah, the the just the problem on the frame is not to have these options to still skate flat for most of them, or uh, to just can put some bigger wheels on it like maybe 72 or something yeah <clears throat> the thing about anti-rocker like is it scaling 50 57 millimeter is just the worst thing to do and yeah if you can't can put like 57 millimeter in the middle as well it can feel it's pretty crazy. good to have small wheels like yeah. i've really enjoyed having really small wheels flat. but you're experienced too, i'm an like. ex- i'm an expert yeah. inline skater <laughs> the thing is like anti-rocker can be really fun and obviously there's people that use it to do amazing stuff but it should be like a niche like a very small percentage of people are gonna enjoy that type of skating yeah the majority will have a better experience on big wheels yeah sure but i mean you can enjoy it when you are somewhere that you can grind or something but i never enjoy anymore to skate on the streets on 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 small small wheels you yeah, want a sure. nice smooth that just park, make me so nice smooth grinds, then it, <laughs> then it works. <laughs> yeah. But nothing else, but sure, in the skate park with good flat. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Really only good. in the skate park. It's that's really like, yeah, really, literally. Yes. Or just park. a really a good street spot. That's why too. I always really build my good friends with me. But uh, yeah, as soon as I can, I just change, switch my frame for, uh, for a big wheel frame. Because, yeah, I, c- feels I can't even think about to go back home with my aggressive frame oh. i don't know some, oh my god yeah like skating the old park the old park is really pretty rough cement yeah um oh, no, anti- or anti or even flat normal flat yeah, yeah. it's just it doesn't feel that good it anyway just, what we can do <laughs> what you can do with anti there, there is nothing yeah. no there's not it's, it's really not Cess this is maybe, the big, but, um, big wheel skate park man yeah I love that count. That that's always. Was was for it. It's always been a street spot to me. Yeah. Always. Yeah, this old skate park would be the worst spot. Man, for I, skates. Old yeah. skate parks is it's one of my favorite things about British Columbia. Just those, those shitty old parks. old parks. That's one of the best ones though. Like. That's a good. Yeah. One. It's a. Yeah. It's a. It's a good shitty. Badly. One. <laughs> it's a great shitty. It's one. like a good. Bad park. Yeah. In terms of like, yeah. it still has a design that works, except for the one side needs a big bank or a quarter or something. It's good, man. It's really but good. And now think about all of the skate parks that you know, this kind of old skate park that you don't skate because you think that you know things to do there. I mean, everywhere in the world. And now we can just, yeah, forgot the new big skate park and just make a tour and go to all of this oh, don't even no, don't even start talking about that you're getting me too excited <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, shit, about it, man we that's perfect yeah yeah the quest for the shittiest yeah. spark just the killing shit park. we just gotta go to the destroyed park yeah. you th- it's like you thrive in or like I love places where there's cracks in the cement and little plants growing up and stuff and like graffiti I wish that's one thing that I don't like about that park is the city always paints over the graffiti yeah because it since we're the tournament capital of Canada we have to present ourselves in a professional manner yeah if we want tourism to increase in in Canada's British Columbia that's an outer it's an athletic facility Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to work on your yes (laughs) 
activity. activity. The funny thing about that park, apparently the plans shit was like way more way bigger and more dangerous and like lawyers stepped in and they're like no like kids are gonna get fucked up there's no way we're building this and then it got reduced to, to what it is now <laughs> yeah. like everything's like really small and there uh, were you there when that that uh, skateboarder was asking like how long we've been rollerblading and I was like <laughs> we've known Bill since the Riverside days and then that one guy was like you mean the Riverside Park that place sucks. <laughs> like that was. He, there are people in town that will n- refuse to go to that skate park. They Bill's one of them. He doesn't go there. He, he when when I tell him that we go there, he gets angry. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. what I tell you. I, I think if you bring your friend there, they will be just like, what? Oh yeah, Mason. What can yeah, you, you do? There is nothing to do. They just go somewhere else. Yeah, people hate that. Yeah. We went. We went there that's with true. Mason. I already yeah, told you the story, but I'll tell it for this. <laughs> we went to that park with Mason, me and Joey. We're like, yeah, let's go skate the old park. Mason's like, no, fuck no. I hate that place. And we're like, no, it'll be fun. Let's go. So we went, and Joey and I start skating that place, having so much fun. Mason sits with his back turned to us <laughs> the whole time. Just sitting there, like, smoking, like, looking away. <laughs> like, purposely with his back turned. Oh, my God. That was also, like, Rael was there, so it was also, like... It was a weird, like, drawing attention to himself for her and for her not to focus on us having fun in that moment. Like, that was a it was, bunk move, man. <laughs> he knows all the bunk moves. Bunk. Mad bunk. There was a trick that made it in from that session, too. Uh, you go a couple quick, quick fakey to forwards to one foot to 360 over the pyramid in uh, your Gravedigger's section better than baseball. Oh, you, no, wasn't it 360, 540 to the flat? Was that the Oh, same? you got two tricks that day, then. Oh, yeah. How about that? How about that? <laughs> well, bitch. So, let, let's just say... <laughs> two tricks at one spot. Let's just yeah, say, if you would have been... If you would have been with Mason, and it just would have been me setting up the camera, with you guys both turn your backs, maybe I would have got stuff. <laughs> yeah. would have got... <laughs> There's a bunch of places we can go, just even in, in British Columbia. A lot of shitty There's parks. a lot of towns that have two skate parks. They yeah. have their shitty old one that was made in the early, early to late 90s, and then they have their, like, the skateboarding boom, like, the fucking boom of skateboarding from, like, 2001 to 2003 or four when, like, every girl at every high school had skate shoes. Like, yeah. the money... Because that, I, I think, yeah. I know that that industry is still doing well, but the money back at that back, time, oh God. in Kamloops, mm-hmm. the amount of shoes that were being sold here. Wasn't there like and, six and skateboard shops in Kamloops? For at one point, there was five or six skateboard shops. All making clothes. And now there's... That's crazy. There's... West 49. There's just Orange, and the only skateboard shops are in the fucking mall. Mm-hmm. And if yeah, you would have yeah. told skateboarders in the 80s that there would be three skateboard shops in the mall, they would have thought <laughs> Is there you were... three? There's, there's two, and then there's a third one that kind of sells, like, the brands. Like, how <clears throat> some of the brands have just kind of, like, crossed over into, like, Billabong kind of territory. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think rollerblading's in an interesting position that if it was 
to be big again that it's not going to be from a fashion sense. Um, I think if for... And I think that's a good thing. Fashion. I think if, like... It's just like... If, and it's not going to be, but... Um, I, mean. I think it would be in a fashion sense, because if it did get popular enough, and it was like the cool thing, a lot of people would, would wear skates to look a certain way. Or... T- but... Uh, Man, at that time, like, RDS and DC, they still sell a lot, but RDS and DC has become more like of a passive brand now I don't know it doesn't mean what it used to it's not core no it's not core <laughs> core it's yeah. all about uh, heroin skateboards Baker is Baker even like I don't see a lot of kids rocking Baker Altamont Altamont did you already say that no didn't say Altamont Etnies is still pretty core is they, it? No. No? No. Really? It's huge. Ethnis? But it's still got street cred. Like, Baker I see a lot is of the kids most core, isn't it? Isn't Baker, like, distribution the most core? I think so, but I don't see a lot of kids wearing Baker. Maybe, I don't know, maybe... What a weird thing. It's pretty core. Thing. I mean, the Baker videos are sick as fuck. Oh man, we talked about good stuff on the other podcast. We have to talk about C.J. Wellsmore's pants. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> he ha- he wears interesting pants, and you're someone who has skated with C.J. Wellsmore. Yeah. Anthony, where does C.J. get those pants that he wears? He made it. He makes them? <laughs> you're pretending like you're hearing it again. But it is interesting <laughs> to talk about it again. Yeah, true. He makes <clears throat> those pants? Yeah. It's How does he make... Uh, normal pants? Yeah. And he just cut them from the knee to the... With his feet to the bottom. I think that's fine. And it just rebuild again. So he sews them up again? Does he use a sewing machine or hand? No, by hand. By hand, he sews them. He he spent like three hours to do that (laughs) in every pants, yeah. That's a really good thing to do. He tried to find some of the some of this kind of pants, but uh, as he said, it's never enough tight or I don't know. So he preferred to do it by himself. You guys he should make. Also to do it really well. You guys should make signature CJ pants. Yeah. You know what? I so always joked about that. Yeah. But uh, let's try the these pants to. Uh, <laughs> Have to you tried Potier them? Or <laughs> someone, uh, someone else from the team trying to be like CJ. Interested <laughs> 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 like him. <laughs> I would rock so CJ I, pants. I have so some that. picture of everyone trying his, his, <laughs> trying his pants. Oh, really? <laughs> Did you try them? <laughs> All of his clothing. I mean, not even. Just you should see how he just uh, made his 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 t-shirt or sweatshirt as well. It's, it's like a tradition. Though. Every morning when he wears his clothes, it's like he's just taking his, his yeah, he stretch like literally like this. He's like, oh, no, this t-shirt is just oh, I don't like when I watch it. It's not enough. Like and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's that's like, so and he's like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's I did, I, so amazing. I take my t-shirts and I and I stand on the end and then pull yeah. them off. You do? Exactly yeah, to make them that. like longer. Exactly Why don't they just make cuts that are? Did you ever see the? Have a look at the CJ t-shirt every time. It's like the, the really the loose. It's really so massive. 
Ils avaient uh, no legs. Uh. <laughs> anyway, sorry, CJ. <laughs> his, his shit looks good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fucking amazing. That's like some Josh Silver shit. It's just like, <laughs> if you get products, like, how can I change this to make that? Make it the better. The future relies on people who are just using something and being like, I want to make it how I want it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah like, exactly. It's exactly that. This is that's because most of the t-shirt that they made uh, is like just you can find these kind of t-shirts, but it costs like a hundred bucks or something yeah, to get designer. the proper cut yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to have this kind of t-shirt already. Yeah. Because uh, is it like this? Because most of the clothing brand or inline, I mean, in this part, they are always making the same shit. It's like the regular t-shirt from uh, yeah PNC or I don't know food food loaders. Yeah. There is something to be said about so a shirt that fits good, but that's longer. Yeah. It feels really, and thinner fabric feels really good. Really good. I always made that joke about that Shane Coburn was going to come up with the Jadot Active pant, <laughs> and it was going to be like a, like a light pant that you wear with shadow skates. Like your pajama pants. That would have yeah. been the Jadot Active pant. Active. Active. <laughs> Active. So, those pants. Those yeah. are Gap pajama pants. They're Gap pajama they pants. Look, they look comfortable to skate in. Ten bucks. Ten Super bucks. comfy. Really cheap. You're just yeah. going to rip the ass out of them one day, though, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And then I'll go just go drop another ten bucks. Easy. <laughs> True. Ten bucks, you get, like, four pairs and just, like, have them. One for... What colors? Sure. Black. You think every Gap store would have it? Or was it a special item? Um, I think every Gap store, every Gap store yeah. would have them. I got a Gap yeah. pair. Thank you. You should. Yeah. Um, Carly just brought in their laundry. Thanks, Carly. She joined my <laughs> Thank you, Carly. <laughs> I can do it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're gonna fold those. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody laughed uh, until yeah, come the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> Such a baseball player with that gum. <laughs> Chewing. <laughs> hockey and baseball, like right around where I would have quit and you would have quit. Chew was part of hockey culture. Oh yeah, yeah. Chew was yeah. Baseball culture. I can see now why it would have been popular because you can do it on ice. Like you, people do it while they're playing, right? Yeah. It would enhance like concentration. Totally. Fucking chew is disgusting. And chew is really big in Major League Baseball still, right? Or has that part um, of the sport? Kinda... I think it's fizzled out a little bit because it's so fucking unhealthy and gross. Snuff is it called as well, or snooze? What is it called? Chewing tobacco, yeah. What what is the slang for it? Snuff. Snuff, I think. Like the and and do you know they put little pieces of like, I don't know if this is, is even true? true. Fiberglass. Fiberglass to like cut your lip a little bit so that the nicotine can seep open. into your blood. Really? Yeah. How's your knee feeling, Leon? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's fine. It's kind of tired. I don't feel it when I skate. I was thinking about it yesterday, and it would have been from. The pivot that you were doing on the pyramid, that you had to hold it, and... Oh yeah, the crouch pivot. The crouch pivot. I know that when I do that, just even for a short amount of time, that's one where, 
mm-hmm. it, I can feel just a little bit of like cartilage shit yeah, yeah. going I, on. No, I think yesterday was the other and today is this thing. Oh. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Just a regular pain after. It's hard after to keep up with session. you though. These are nice pants. What kind of pants are those? <laughs> um, Subi. 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 Oh. You have an inside scoop on some brands that. Leon's uh, always got his eyes out for the next. Uh, my girlfriend sells nice those pants. I got them for free. So. <laughs> oh. Nice. Perks. She wants you to look hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But I noticed CJ was wearing the same ones. Really? Subis. Yeah, it's a. I think it's an Australian company. Oh. We should do the same thing. But, but those are should tight. make them tight. Those We're talking about pants in Australia. Uh, R- Ryan Arnold, Ryan Arnold. Yeah. When he released that shadow section, <clears throat> and he had like the yeah. the fabric thing, and then he was the first I saw in that kind of pant that CJ makes or whatever. Apparently, he apparently some of his his outfits are like two hundred dollars for that shirt and of stuff course, like that. Yeah. Like super designer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Richie was saying he would come with like these like silk like check out this shirt and he bought it he dropped like two fifty on a shirt or something and it was like silk or something. His section in yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. You know one is uh, of the, I, I don't I don't really know exactly but one of the the guys that he follows is like the this designer uh, mod designer it's called Daniel Doma. Yeah. And if you have a look and uh, Google you will see that it's exactly that kind of same style. Uh, really? Yeah. Whoa. Is he from Australia, the designer? No, no, no. He's no. I don't know where exactly he's from, but uh, I know a bunch of friends. They used to be like designer or mod designer. Really? They are really know. I know of Damir yeah. Doma. You know Damir Doma? Through my girlfriend. Yeah? yeah that's like a really so, respected brand. Yeah. What is it? Do- Damir, Damir Doma. Damir Doma. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know oh, exactly it sounds what nice. I think it's French, maybe. Did, did Kanye West sure make a leather version of kind of like the CJ style pant he made like he almost made like leather drop crotch sweatpants do you know what I'm talking about those sound nice <laughs> you yeah, should I think definitely wear, wear those what I think I've seen a picture of him wear it yeah like a big jacket he has a brand now I know I don't know for sure but I think he has a clothing brand now maybe yeah Man, what a funny... too much money anyway, you can invest in... <laughs> what a fucking what funny a idea. There's so many celebrities end up having yeah, yeah. clothing brands, hey? <laughs> Why not? Like, apparel brands is like, that's such a standard... Or they promote. Uh, you should or they promote. Paris, yeah. sort of the hip-hop store. We have like a, a street that is full of hip-hop store. Every, every store is really? like a hip-hop store. And now you can see that this kind of pants, it's like the mode of a, like the hip-hop mode in Paris. To wear this kind of clothes. The drop crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I've seen them. Really long hoodie sweatshirts, like, yeah, like, almost uh, and the knee to the knee. What? Yeah, from the Whoa. From the hoodie, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's kind of mixed with denims and uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Speaking of expensive it's like, shirts, it's like it's funny because it's like this kind of clothes, like maybe a few years ago. Maybe all of this guy, this bad, bad boy guy, like we are in hip hop clothing, he was like, nah, it's so gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like this, this, this new generation of aggressive skater trying, <laughs> trying big wheels. Yeah. Oh and man. A few it, years ago, they was just like, nah, it's so gay. <laughs> sometimes the gayest I mean, shit really, like, yeah, that's what really, people get into is because it's like yeah. so 
different from what's going on. Yeah. People hate it so much that it's small, and then people start to love it because, because no one likes it. Because cool everyone's Freezy was wearing a really expensive shirt. Yeah, as well. Was he? Yeah, yeah always, yeah. It's, it's like a Givenchy shirt. It's yeah, must yeah. be like three He's four. always like... The one with the, the black with the red stars or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, in his edit... Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, is, oh, black, is this black with the rest or is this on a... So how much is it? Yeah. How much was this shirt? Yeah, I, I thought it was Jibanchi. No, no, no. No, this one, no. Is it, it's his own... Uh, like, he made okay. the hat as well. And uh, he made it. Yeah, Freezy style. With the name like Freezy, you have to keep it crispy. You gotta, <laughs> bring, some, you gotta bring some mad eyes. You got like, your own brand. I got it. I, I just... I, think I don't know that, where else come from this name. I, 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 we were true. I didn't ask him. That's, that's true. I have to ask him. What? It's, it's so amazing crazy. that you posted the edit as just Freezy. That's Freezy. rare in skating. Like, you never see edits of just the nickname. You yeah, always true. see the regular name. But it's Chinese, so... <laughs> Freezy. Oh, it's really hard to... Is it, is it actually his name? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But he's Chinese, so his name's Freezy. I would love like. Name is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was no women involved with making a person, because I would just give them the most ridiculous names. I think if if men were in charge and there was no woman, it like we would just give our all our kids the most fucked up names. Uh, Shakracker. Sh- yeah, I wouldn't name my daughter Shakracker. It was up to me. <laughs> there was a better one. It's not really hard to say. It's like Zao 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 Zhuang Bao something. Yeah, no, it's That's terrible. Better. Yeah. <laughs> Freezy better. Freezy. But it's good. It's like sometimes you. Uh, it's like me. Uh, sometimes I was thinking about to change my name because no one can really write my name correctly or just, yeah, just say my name correctly. You know, Finichiaro. Finichiaro. <laughs> I was just That's watching. Nice. It it gets yeah. in my head. I was I kept saying it to myself today. Really? <laughs> Finichiaro. It, it's like a it's it's, a, it's like a chant. If you chanted Finichiaro, Finichiaro, it puts you in such a nice. You said it was Italian, state. right? Sicilian. Yeah. Oh, Finichiaro. Oh, Finichiaro. Italian. Oh man. When I'm, I'm when I'm having sex next, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> You're actually quite lucky because you, <laughs> you have French French and Italian in terms of like an intoxicating mix. That's good. Especially for the ladies. Yeah, you from Paris. I think well for I don't some, know if there's any for for myself, someone who's a big fan of like movies i just know that french cinema and italian cinema yeah Ooh. like it's very rich and like very rich. italian cinema mm. yeah. yeah fellini yeah. Yeah. fellini and uh, antonioni mm. oh a, a little dress yeah. blowing in the wind a little glisten on the thigh oh i'm out in the field Ooh, Finichiaro. <laughs> todd was just directing his own foreign <laughs> film there ooh, ooh. I need you for my next movies, I guess. <laughs> As director. Stinky cigarette breath. Oh. <laughs> Definitely, yes. <laughs> <Smoking> hairy armpits. <laughs> oh. That, no. No. A porn movie. It is funny that, like, uh, the style, like, like, hip style, breathless, like, Godard movies. Yeah. 
there's so many girls who take their style like from old French movies. It's like so many girls in 2014 look like totally 1960 hipster girls. French yeah. movies, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, a lot, and like Bridget Bardot and stuff like that. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. all style, really like high pants. That's true. The high yeah. pants thing is, who could have seen? Like, I mean, if I was I've, preaching that shit like in the 90s. I would you, never would have saw. You gotta rock the nice and high. It makes the butt look better. Like nice and long high. butt, uh, long butt. You don't want like a short little boy butt. You want a long woman butt up to the back of her neck. It's crazy that I never <laughs> just the back butt. made a butt. That one, yeah. I who could have predicted that? The fanny packs must be must be nice. You, there's a lot of nineties. There's a lot of nineties style coming back for sure. Yeah. Even just uh, some of like girls coloring their hair. Mm-hmm. Is oh, yeah. that. Like Grimes, yeah. that the artist, the you know Grimes, the music, she like, she did such a '90s thing to she like dyed her hair like, a really light blue or light pink or whatever, and that was such like a 1990s thing like to, make your parents angry by like, wearing flannel and Doc Martens and dyeing your hair a crazy color and that's all the shit is coming back, like. I looked in a style magazine the other day. I posted a picture. It was like. The mad beef pants. There was like pictures of like like model dudes wearing like mad beef. Like really? full on really like, big wide leg pants cut <laughs> off at the bottom. No way. Okay, that answers my question. I was just about to ask, do you think wide leg jeans will ever come For back to that? Sure, it just saying they all really? All it takes is just that one person to it just takes to rock it. The the same reason uh CJ or like it just takes one person who prefers it that way and they're not they're not doing it because they saw someone else do it they just try wide leg cut off pants and they're like man and they this like is it and it works. me this feels so good this <laughs> yeah. is what i'm going to do and then other people see it and they're like i got to try that and then yeah that's sick what i was talking about even with the beer like who knows this could be a shitty beer but someone told it's me it kind of tastes like dog shit to be honest i like this beer You don't taste that dog shit aftertaste? No. Might be my IP, eh? The aftertaste. You're also... You're chewing hard on your nicotine gum again, which does burn your throat. I'm chewing at a regular pace. <laughs> Is that intimidating? The hard chewing? Too much for you? You don't That's like to be... You don't like to sit across from the table from a hard chewer? There's two versions. There's <laughs> Coach Todd and Skate Company Owner Todd. <laughs> Both has, you both have to chew gum, and you lean forward, and then you make the point. <laughs> Listen, if you want a five wheel review, no jump cuts on your lines. Okay. The video was good. There's a really Great. good. Uh, what's that? There's some crucial errors. There's like a Trans World online show where they watch kids' edits and comment, and there's that really good one where Jason Dill's like, uh, "Listen, listen, listen." <laughs> And then he goes on this really long, the arty, where he doesn't say what he needs to say, and then finally just makes the point of, like, don't put music to your edits. Like, if you're sending shit, if you're sending your skate right. footage in to try and get sponsored. Right. But he says it in that Jason Dilway, where he he says a bunch of half sentences and stuff. But he made a really good point. It is a great, like, if you're, if you're a company owner and you're getting sponsor me edits or whatever, it's like... A really good way to get a feel for someone's footage 
is no music. Yeah. You can hear, like, the pavement that they're skating on. You can really... You're not, yeah, you're not projecting any kind of vibe on it. You're That's just letting it important. be what it is. And if you do use music, it's really important to maybe try and use something that's not telling you how you're supposed to feel. Right. It's the hardest... I think, like, a lot of... I, th- I would say even a high percentage of edits that get made would be way better if they didn't have music. For sure. Well, why yeah. are podcasts and raw footage edits and things so great it's really hard the and the edits that are successful are when david lynch is like you can't just pick your favorite song and put it in edit like sometimes it can take a day or two days or three days to pick a song to find that perfect marriage it's the magic of the two mixing it's not just like here's the footage and here's the song and they're on separate tracks it's they're riding together exactly they're one Unified. Yeah. Which, it's a hard thing to... Some of the best videos, if you go back and look, it's it's the magical brew that creates the god on the screen. Yeah. And Latimer's second word section, never been a fan. No. I'm paralyzed and this could... Things could change for you it would as actually, well. If, <laughs> if there was no lyrics, it would have been good. If it was just that. Boom. <laughs> no, just the beat. Yeah, the. <laughs> the cell phone smashing. He he had some nice pants when he was when he threw the phone off the phone off the bridge the thin really thin the really thin sweatpants yeah that got me into wearing sweatpants (laughs) (laughs) I remember yeah wearing big sweatpants after after words came out and like kicking walls and stuff (laughs) (laughs) like fast plants. No my yeah, big yeah. cut off shirts and skating was really fun yeah imitating Latimer was like the funnest I had <laughs> skating ever I never tried to imitate like you were but uh yeah right back maybe yeah. when I was yeah. we were talking about how Feinberg is so I know, good I remember I had like, the nickname when I was like my first year when I was skating yeah I was like it was a mix of Morales and Jimmy Shuda because I was wearing this, uh, you know, uh, how to say, Jimmy visor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Jimmy Shooter or was that one? He did. He, did he wear visors? Yeah. Shooter. Jimmy Shooter. Yeah. Yeah, he I did. I don't know which video. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was like, my pants was under my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Super and low. Yeah. I used this yeah. shit also, and they called me Shooterless. Shooterless. <laughs> Shooterless. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about. It. <laughs> That was a really bad years ago. phase when people sagged their pants so much that it was just, you could see their whole ass in their underwear. Yeah. And if they were wearing like red underwear, that's now, pretty now, bad. Now, you know, I'm like, yeah, when I saw the, this kind of thing, I'm like, I can, I don't know what to say. Like, I, you know, the parents, when they see that, 
Yeah, yeah they're like, just so embarrassed for their what kid. Like, fuck? what are you <laughs> fucking wearing? Yeah. You're wearing a fucking golf and, and now hat. And I see that, I'm and just like, and I, I can see your ass. Like seeing that, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so what the fuck is this generation? Of Todd, what do you think about outfits nowadays in skating? Like the the style of today. Ah, uh, are you into it? What What's the most dominating? clothing style mm. in skating right now in yeah. aggressive skating right now yeah, in aggressive the standard skating. I think the standard skate outfit is like a tight pair of not tight but like fitting pair of dark pants like black yeah. jeans black H&M jeans yeah like black jeans and like a plaid shirt yeah. and like I like to dress like the that paper. I think that is it's a pretty decent look in comparison to the embarrassing ways that we've dressed in the past, mm-hmm. I think we're doing pretty good these days. Um, I think people should be a little bit more open-minded when it comes to a baggier pant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a weird, there's a weird cultural pressure now to wear fitting pants. Um, I think it's also because, do you remember when we was young, we was, we was like dressed like this, and imagine just to hang out with friends in the bar or restaurant dressed like this. We we did it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like we was like, like a clone. huge shirts. Because yeah. I don't know, and now we just want to be like dressed as we were dressed in our I don't know, private it's, life, and just to be like yeah, I don't know, like normal. It's pretty normal. Yeah, pretty normal. Which I think pretty is pretty normal because now we just skate for a bit and we hang out together like in the bar or something. So we just want to be like I don't know as as we can yeah. I don't know uh, the looks is really important uh, I don't know yeah I think we just yeah, skate whatever we used to wear every day and yeah for me for example I didn't wear special clothing for skating I just yeah use my regular clothes that I use every day whatever if I skate or not I just yeah, using the same same clothes yeah even if it's expensive clothes or I don't know and the thing I just use the same one yeah. yeah I think it used to be more of a thing like to have like skate clothes yeah. and ice clothes but like now even when I'm not skating I want to be comfortable yeah and I want to be able to like jump over the couch if I have to do so <laughs> like in a split second so I want like clothes that like I want to feel like a ninja at all times I don't I hate the feeling of like a restrictive pair of jeans yeah that like yeah you need a I I brought one. Oh, this guy and his tricks. He's, you're using your iPhone to open the beer. I'm calling you, I think, right now. <laughs> I've done this once before. Oh, hopefully, I'm doing that with his iPhone. <laughs> nice. Did I just win badass points? Maybe. Maybe it's not. Pretty, pretty badass. Ooh, risk taking. So I was missing some pants conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Talking about some pants, some shirts. This is the uh, uh, How to Be Unpopular Pants podcast 170. What are we at? 173 episodes of, of pants. The, it's a never ending topic, really. We do have to eventually tran- transfer into shorts. I think people should be more open minded to shorts. And people are these becoming are more open minded. What are these? To shorts. These are like for exercise, like, what are these boxers? what sorry your shorts yeah currently they're like 
do you exercise in those? Like what what is the material on these shorts? It's like stretchy. Yes. They look like good shorts. Good shorts. uh, Have you skated in those yet? No, no. But I'm thinking about to wear like uh, the legging of my girlfriend under maybe. Just yeah. to make my legs spreading. <laughs> no, I, no, I like the, the, the ninja style, and I really think that, yeah, just the uh, leggings into my intuition liner can, Ooh. with this short, can be a good combination to be like uh, sportive and uh, be yep. really, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say, like uh, comfortable. Yeah. Just I Whatever was what the people's gonna say, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, the leggings are so it's anyway. really comfortable, especially because it's. I broke this one, one in the piece. junior size. <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe like eight, twelve years old, short, <laughs> but I don't like like biggest basketball shorts. So <laughs> maybe I already said that <laughs> legs are such a short. <laughs> Since we're talking such about pants and shorts, Greg Mizoram, or how do you mi- Mizo- What Greg Mizor? Yeah, Greg. How do you say his last name? From Yazoyan. Mizoryan, Mirzoryan, yeah, yeah. He rocks the basketball shorts still, right? Yeah, no, really. I'm not as much as Oh, sorry, never mind. He was on legging as he, well. But he he, he has a very specific like he he does like like baggier pants. Yeah. And he likes a loose fitting yeah, yeah. shirt. Like quite likes, often V neck. Uh, mm. Like, yeah, like switch up, uh, set up like uh, pants and uh, nice switch up switch out, yeah. And, he, uh, yeah. and it does look really comfortable yeah, to yeah. skate in. Is it, yeah. And it, is it, but, uh, it's really funny that aggressive skaters, like, <laughs> there's still, there's an outfit <laughs> that, like, it's really hard to break out of the outfit mm-hmm. in aggressive skating. But you see people like Greg, and you see slalom skaters. You see people wearing all kinds of things outside of aggressive skating. Still within aggressive skating. Mm-hmm. Or did you see that beat? Like they just finally made beach, Ma- beach Smiler or beach beach Shimley or, uh, or whatever phrase. Yeah, I thought that was like German Switzerland guy. I thought yeah, that was cool. Like that that so hip hop old school. Style. Yeah, he's like yeah, opinions yeah. like <laughs> old school, but I love that. Is what I'm talking about. Like yeah, he good. prefers to dress that way and doesn't give a fuck. And I think rollerblading needs more of that. People just dressing what's comfortable for them for their style of skating mm-hmm. and sticking with that. You always remind me Alex from Calgary, the Frenchies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like the hat in the... <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, for sure. kind of same hat and the same pants. There's like... Like uni- double t- t-shirts, you know, like a black t-shirt under the white one. Yeah, yeah. Like longer. And, uh, yeah, and, and then thing. you watch him skate and it's like... Same pair of skate. <laughs> and he... And that <laughs> works so much for like what yeah, he yeah. likes to do for skating. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I, I always try different things, but I like... I love finding something Authentic. that really works. Authentic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I stole this, by the way. That's all right. What? Cute. Cheers. Oh shit, here. Keep hey. Where are we at right now? Oh, My body hurts. We're at 115, 114. Feeling pretty good, so use the backside here. Um, right. So inline skating, hey? Inline skating, it's, it's something that, why are we talking about this thing? It's a really good question. Why do we care? Why do we care so much about inline skating? Because I fucking care about inline skating. 
Yeah. I obsess about inline skating. I spend a lot of time thinking about inline skating. Why the fuck am I fucking wasting my time thinking about inline skating? I was thinking about this on the way down. It's really important to remember your relationship to rollerblading or inline skating or whatever you call it. To let that remind you of your relationships with other people. Because you maybe sometimes have a stretch where you're just not doing it for a little while or that you love it or that you're thinking of it differently here depending on this point of the season and that it's an ongoing thing. You have to always remember that just for me. I always think about that. That some days it's not good, some days it's good. Oh, totally. Some days you're thinking way too much about it. Some days you're being really hard on yourself about it. Some days it just flows, and it's the greatest thing. Yeah. And that's what carries you through another little while. Yeah, it's... yeah. Some days it doesn't fit. Some days it doesn't, doesn't fit. Yeah, it doesn't always work. It doesn't but always work it's out. It's like every great relationship, though. Exactly. Because if it worked all the time, you would have probably quit it a long time ago if it was too good it's to not, you know, it, 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 nothing can work constantly no no it has no, no. to change you have to let it life wouldn't be good have its ups if, and downs if it was that way but also I want six thousand dollars a month to <laughs> do it that'd be great Siri was into that I would that would be like the that would be amazing to not have to do anything but skate. But then, you, like, I think about that, but then if the reality of it came, it'd be like... Yeah, what would you actually do all day? I would draw. I would... I think... You I, I was like, thinking about you this. You wouldn't be more productive. I was thinking that. about this. The, the, I watched the Shredweiser video, and I wrote this down could be completely wrong but too much freedom is a flaw it can be it's hard to deal with too much freedom I think it's often waste. I think rollerblading would be a part if you had all that free time I think you would have to still contribute to community outside of mm -hmm. you have totally. to you have to have a dialogue and I, I understand why church and things like that is really popular still to have something that you go to <clears throat> that is has all different kinds of people that do all different kinds of things that you accept. I don't know. I can just see that like you would rollerblade, you would do some kind of service, and then you might have a third thing, and you would have your family or whatever. But I can't see only rollerblading. No, I can't, because you need those other things to help you look at rollerblading differently, right? You just waste your time. Yeah. You, oh, you could do only rolling, but only it's if crazy. you it's, were it's doing different point. things within it. Like this morning, I saw this girl, this French girl, talking about, oh, I'm so frustrated because my job, I can't go to this competition this weekend, so I don't know what I'm going to do, but maybe I'm going to quit my job. And, uh, you know, she's like, she's almost, I don't know how, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you, crazy, she's like, actually, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna quit my job because I can't go to the competition for a weekend. No, it's, it's never crazy. the right. It's never even like you think your gut is right. Some and of the time, like, it's so not. She's like so get angry about this boss. Like yeah, such a dickhead. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna do something bad. 
No. I can't go in there. So Sometimes, I mean, if, the, if her job sucks. Ah, but still. Yeah, but... Sometimes it's, it's not the right choice. Yeah. But sometimes but it is. Sometimes it is. Like it's sometimes it's the right yeah. fucking choice. Like if you have a yeah, yeah. shit if job you, you hate really that much. Job, sometimes like quitting is yeah, the best like, thing you can do. But still, it's like you have a job and uh, it's your life every day. I don't know, you can skate whenever you want when you have free times. But just because you have competition no? in the weekends, one time. Yeah, the competition might yeah. not be the right reason. Yeah. But if you want to quit your job. But if she already you hates it and, that's, job, the, and for, that's the push. For the real reason, yeah. Okay. Sometimes people need like, don't a push to make a move. And sometimes if it's like an incentive, like, oh, I could fucking quit this job I hate. Yeah. And go to this comp. Yeah, for sure. If your job like, is I can see if it's not. If it's in life because of skating. Yeah. Oh, I was just, I was talking the other day about that. I missed some, like, important shit. But I then, missed some funerals yeah. for skating, and I didn't live that down for quite some time. And that's where, like, it gets a little bit culty on, like, but in but then if you look at it, that passion is still, like, that's a strong thing to have to apply to other areas of your mm-hmm. life. So yeah. I, at least I learned that. Um, I, I know that the most important thing you can do or even for this girl is if you take stock of some important decisions that you've made in your life whether it's uh, quitting something like for me like quitting hockey or like getting out of a relationship Mm -hmm. you look at like key parts of your life it's good to relate to those things when making a strong decision that sometimes those like quitting the job is a that's a that's a tricky one Sometimes if you're younger, you can totally get away with it and find a new one. And but when you're a, if, older, it's a little bit more tricky. You have to understand if it's a shit job or if it's like a, de- a good situation. Yeah. Like, I've quit a lot of shit jobs and it was definitely the right, right decision. decision. Yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes though, like, the things that you have to deal with and go through for making those decisions like you have some people aren't ready for like the emotional things that you have to go through based on that decision like breakups and things like that or like I know like I I consistently look at the deep real feeling of wanting and knowing that I wanted to quit hockey because there was two clear paths and I always bring it up, but it was like it was so clear to um, social life, rollerblading, filming, uh, enjoying high school a little bit more, or hockey, one hundred percent serious sacrifice so much shit. And I ended up kind of doing a version of that with rollerblading anyway. But at least it was a little bit more of a colorful history yeah. in retrospect than it would have been with hockey. Yeah. I mean, unless what, unless you go to the states, like unless you mixed it with your education, and even then, you may have felt like you were living someone else's life, right? At least you were still, you were still being a stubborn, frustrating person to your parents and people in your life close to you. But at least, it was on your terms, right? And that's where a lot of people say in the Billy O'Neill podcast, he made a really good point about like he wouldn't give up his skating experiences for anything like even a large sum of money if he could erase all of it that choosing that life is it's really frustrating that you have put so much into it but it's very beneficial yeah but it's it's not a like a clear cut answer of the right thing to do either no 
But there isn't any of that shit in life yeah, anyway. And the thing about decisions is that we we put a lot of value in them, and yeah, you can make really bad decisions, but the thing about it is that you the future comes and you can always maneuver in that future. Like, we always think of the future, like, if you make this decision, then you're going to be here, and that's where you're going to be for the rest of your life, but within being there... You're still free to make decisions. You're always free to make decisions. Even if you make a bad one, you're always free to make a dis make new decisions and branch, you know, back to where you want to be. Like, um, I guess you just can't be afraid of making the wrong decision because even if you make the wrong decision, you can turn it around as long as you still have your decision. If you didn't have the information at the time. Exactly. Yeah, like you might realize that it was the wrong decision, but at the time it wasn't. Yeah. yeah and maybe everything. making the wrong decision helps you realize and helps you learn things yeah. that you wouldn't have learned if you would have made the right decision. And when you realize it was the wrong decision, that's because you're smarter and you have the new information. Exactly. And now you can admit that you made a mistake. Oh. Yeah. And then you can move forward and get smarter from there. If you ever play that game, like, uh, if I wouldn't have changed my path at that point and stayed on this, it's yeah. crazy sometimes, where you can go, oh. Yeah, yeah, you can't feel bad about it as long as... It's a waste No, you feel good energy. about it a lot of the times. It's better to, like, know that you went through some uncertainty for, like, a few months or half a year yeah. or whatever. But you're still just imagining this scenario in your head of what it would have been like if you would have made that decision. Yeah. And... It's never that doesn't even exist. Yeah. You're just you're playing that out. But to some people, it might always, if they look at the kind of the negative sides of it, or if they're more negative yeah. in general, they always look at it. Oh, I should have done this. I shouldn't have went this way. So that's that's something we all do decisions. to a certain extent. I love. Uh, I guess. I love when, um, like really into like the Seth Godin shit how he's talking about we going from the like industrial kind of economy to a connection economy and there's no it's hard to like figure out financially what the connection economy is because we know everybody's online and we know we love connecting with each other and we love posting what we make and all that stuff whereas before it could have been like you could work in a factory Mm -hmm. assembling shit and have a steady job for 20 or 30 years and when when people are talking about like uh, having a making art or whatever and putting it up online you're not making any money people will be like well you don't have a steady job doing it like what what, what about having a steady job and he says uh, 20 it was like 20,000 people got laid off at the Ford factory in one day like 20,000 people that thought that they had a super steady job like yeah yeah this is it like this is it like i got my my family is taken care of i have this job assembling ford cars Mm -hmm. in this factory and like to pay for a while yeah Yeah. like the whole idea of a steady job is just as much an illusion as like imagining your life or your choices or whatever it's like yeah it nothing is steady anymore no so is that i think that's a really like beneficial thing now the way the world works is like you really don't I think the more you think that your life is something 
is a flaw anyway. So to go through the the bad, <laughs> I was going way. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. It, that's, I, that's hopefully, very, there's something there that. Yeah, that's for I, sure. I can if I try and like re say things. Sometimes it doesn't come out properly, but I think that's something really important to remember. That there are like there's so many people employed by a company who think that that is their life. Yeah, exactly. And it yeah. could fucking end. And they might not work for like three years. Yeah, because they'll be so devastated yeah. by losing that. And it, yeah, they're, they lose their identity, they lose their self-esteem and where they, and they, it's hard to recover. You really have to have the attitude that you are your own business. Even and, if you are yeah, working yeah. for someone. We're talking about that. It's a way, contractual, yeah. contractual thing. And you can't, you can't rely on it like you used to. It that, can't be your fucking crutch. You have to be doing shit on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have, have to. to. Yeah. That, you were talking about that on the way up. It's like a, something okay. that you always that you have to remember is that like. You kind of you are your own job. Yeah. Like. You are your own brand. Yeah. You, and and, and it's not in the the direction of all the masks are coming off and everyone knows who's behind everything. Yeah. So putting on like silly old marketing of like starting a new company under a different name. Yeah. All this bullshit yeah. is it's it's such not, a waste of time because yeah. everyone knows like everyone is smart. Yeah. Like, it's uh, easy to find out information. So like, yeah, everyone is their own brand. And that's why I was saying like at dinner, like I think someone like Billy O'Neill going on Dowling's podcast and retiring from skating and like people being smart enough to know like <laughs> what oh sorry that's hair it's really good it's really, that is really good hair <laughs> I think this is gonna be really good for skating and as a long term thing yeah, I, really I think the more the more wool or the more the Wizard of Oz curtain keeps getting pulled back and younger people because I bought into the bullshit for a really long time like I was dumb enough to think that you could make a DVD and sell enough to make your next one and not have a job or work part time and it's like don't yeah but I think this is a really good time like I know we're here with like you have a shop and you work for seven but at, when we were eating pho earlier like I Todd and I were going to start an aggressive uh, boot brand that's the plan, and, and that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah, really, is, this is um, really, yeah, we're, it's leading into the um, announcement. announcement that <laughs> Joey and I are, are starting uh, an aggressive company. Hot um, gods. It's going to be called Hot Dog Gods. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to do it right. We're going to come at it. We're going to have a really hot team. Um, I don't, I don't want to announce it at this point. Hot. But trust me. Like it's the best that, uh, that the best that Rollbending has to offer. Um, we're gonna come out with a really strong social media presence. I have like a pretty good logo that's really solid. Yeah. Nice filter. Um, yeah. It's got some nice filters on it. I think um, some gradients, drop shadows, it pops. Bitter Cold Showdown 2015. We're gonna have shirts yeah. and we're gonna have like a, just a promo edit. I mean, we don't want to give away too much because we're going to show it on the screen at our booth. Right, yeah. We're it's going to be more of like a teaser to the... And we'll have shirts. Joey and, and I teaser. both quit our jobs. We just... Yeah. Uh, we're, we took out a, a, a substantial loan and 
you know, we just have faith that things are really going to turn around, yeah. and, and we want to be in a situation where we're a part of, of the future of, of this sport because yeah. we just have so much faith. We're lucky to be in a place where people like Ant- Anthony and Leon support us while we're doing this big wheel thing, but really this is just a transition back into aggressive. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys weren't supposed to laugh there. The... You know, <laughs> you have to you have to follow your dreams, and uh, life is a game. You have to trust your instincts, and when you when you know that something is as hot as it is, you gotta you gotta make a hot dog god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot dog god, god, god. god. I think just there's that one switch up that hasn't been done yet. It's that can really reach a larger audience. Yeah. When people see this switch up. Yeah. Like, they won't be able to deny the fact that robotting is the illest thing out there. Maybe just like it might just be really simple. Who's on your <laughs> team? We haven't thought of it yet. Who's on the team? We're just we're basing everything off of JC Rowe. We're just looking for <laughs> Don't wanna say any names, but but, but we've got we've got someone that we <laughs> really we really think is gonna We got a few actually. We got JC Rowe. <laughs> yeah, he was actually voted in by the internet as the first pro yeah. for this team. Row for pro. We saw the campaign. We were all about it. We said yes. Yeah. Row for yeah. pro. He's also going to be the team manager too. He's going to be pro and team manager. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm so excited. Hot dog god. <laughs> it's gonna be big, guys. <laughs> Fuck. How can we go wrong? Hot team, hot DVD, hot logo, hot website, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We out here. Hot dog god. Make your own groove. Make your own groove. We're also gonna have a bearing brand, wheel brand, t shirt brand. Uh, beanie brand. Leggings brand. <laughs> Leggings. We're still we're still developing them. Like uh, just we're trying to find the right material still. Like I'm just been trying a couple different things. Yeah, it's. Uh, we're yeah. we're also we're gonna have a school, too. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a school. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I, I think uh, the best the best way to get new uh, blood into the sport is to educate. Educate. <laughs> to educate. <laughs> People. Oh, 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 
Yeah. It's gonna have dorms. <laughs> we invite everyone to come live at the dorms. The hot dog hot dorms. <laughs> we encourage everyone to quit their jobs, take out a loan, and just come here. This is the future. Be part of it. Be part of it. You don't want to miss out. Like you're gonna be seeing the photos on Instagram, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck!" You're gonna be at your office job. I've missed my life. I could be at hot dog god school, (laughs) living in the dorms, skating every day, smoking spliffs, being tight, just like these guys riding around in vans. You want to be a part of hot dog god. This this is like uh, yeah, really good. Gotta have gotta have some switch though. Yeah, I mean if you want to be a part of Hot Dog God, it's about doing your shit both ways. Why do why do one trick when you can do it twice? (laughs) Both ways. That's what Hot Dog God is all about. It's all about proper inline skating. Yeah, I think. Well, Not too much arm movement. We're still developing one of the classes about you can do a cool trick, but if you do it at a cool spot, it looks cooler. It looks cooler. Yeah, yeah it's all about spot selection. <laughs> oh, God. Hot <laughs> 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 people who we've contacted that aren't like the best skaters but they look really good and they they their voice sounds good and their face we like we chose guys with good faces to kind of like just be around you know to hang out to maybe like be sitting there while someone does a trick like the celebrators, as we call them. Like, when someone lands, like, a hot switch-up, like, down the kinker or something, we're gonna have well-dressed people to be really excited that the person <laughs> just did it. Cheer, and run to the person, and jump up and down like they just won the World Series, and hug them and stuff. Sometimes, uh, there's also courses that you can take work. <laughs> we did that today. <laughs> we did that today. We are practicing. Yeah. We did a better version of that. There's also courses you can take where you can do the more relaxed version, where you can just kind of like, oh, be the crew, like you don't have to get up and celebrate, you can just do, like, you can look at the ground, put your hand up and just wave, <laughs> after the guy did it with a blank face, <laughs> and it's just, you see that, and you and it just reinforces the idea, what the guy that did, that just went, what he did was really good, look at the guy, look at his reaction, sitting on the pavement, like all, all of these guys always like, doing that, that, that on the fish. Oh, that's a part of Hot Dog God. That's a big part of <laughs> the curriculum. We, we offer a couple courses on the hand thing. I mean, it looks simple. Like after someone does a good trick with the fisheye, you put your yeah. hand and you pump, pump, pump. <laughs> Some people are doing it wrong. We're here to like kind of tighten up people's games. Like you got a pretty good pump. We're here to make it a little bit tighter. To kind of flex the the hand muscles so it looks like a nice intimidating hand. Before you do it, even if you haven't been skating, we recommend to ha- rub your hand in the dirt a little bit so it's a little bit grungier. 
So when the hand goes in front, it's like, oh, his hand's dirty. This guy's been skating already. <laughs> he, maybe he fell. This guy's legit and he's filming. These, this crew is badass. See, you don't want to put a clean hand in front of the, in front of the camera. <laughs> oh, man. This is just like little things. We don't want to... The celebration that we did do today was extra good because it was on the weirdest, like, highlight trick that you could ever think of. You did the thing that we celebrated for. I was joking. I was really fucking cold, and I was trying to jump up and down and stay warm. But I was joking about how I'm not cupping your balls or kissing your butthole, but... I think you were the first person to do that in all planet Earth. I don't think anyone had done that combination of things on that object. You took a really weird slalom skill, but you did like an aggressive trick, but it was something that would never be accepted by aggressive skating, but it was cool enough for people to appreciate it. But it was like this, yeah. The crab walk is a huge faux pas. But the weirdest part is that you did like a wrap leg smash into a wall into the crab lock and the way you came out of it was like a skilled landing. So we did, we and we also celebrated because how many times did you try that? I tried it a lot. <laughs> it, was, it was tough, wasn't it? It looked it really took, hard. It took you a while to figure it out. It was at a shitty I, spot I think it's too. because you guys were too excited about the trick. It was distracting. It was distracting because I felt like... Well, oh. you came so close and it was also because you just almost had it and your mm -hmm. foot slipped off the edge there or whatever. It wasn't one, hard. Like, as soon as I landed it, I landed it right after. Figured it, it, it was a weird It took you oh, many, many tries to get to actually do it the first time. <clears throat> it mm -hmm. took you a while to figure it out. Like, that was a pretty tough Man, maneuver. I that love that. I fucking love that about, like, filming. That we're, this kind of skating and filming this way is so unlimited. Mm -hmm. You can do it yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. That is such a basic, dumb spot that you didn't even it's not like when you drove up you thought of that trick you have to like be at that spot skating for a while and mm -hmm. just kind of messing around sure and, and we never we never ran out of tricks we just kept them no we, we could have been there for hours i think yeah. if yeah if you guys <laughs> we had the ball. <laughs> if we don't get if we don't die <laughs> yeah. sure. i was i was trying to get into it i should have but you guys were doing a good job Hold it down. I think we were I just... I can't do them anything. Yeah. We were being honest with ourselves, and we were yeah. enjoying what you guys had to offer. I saw how hot you are. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is too hot. <laughs> this game was too hot. And I was so cold. Best two months ago. Oh, it would be really good tomorrow if it was warm and dry, because we could do... I really think if we just did a quick session at the new park, and we went down yeah. to Riverside, that like the rock and kind of like riverside just that whole front area would be able to get a decent amount of stuff done in a short amount of time yeah that's what do you think well, it's, it's still questionable if i'll be able to come really have to put, I'll, we'll have to see really yeah we'll have to see what about the brand <sighs> gotta be committed um yeah. I think uh, I'm going to have to... Who's uh, going to put Aubrey through school? Yeah, you know, I had a kid, and so I think uh, Hot Dog God is, is going to have to die. Already? Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, guys. Like, you know, I put a lot into it, but, uh, you know, I got a kid now. I got responsibilities, and, you know, um, I got to move forward in my, in my career, and I hope, you, I hope you guys understand that I have to retire from Hot Dog God <laughs> now. No. You didn't even start. <laughs> well, you, you know, we you gave a lot to Elon skating. Just... It, was, it was all about skating, and I'm still down for the skaters, but I got to worry about number one. Yeah, you're still a rollerblader at heart. Like, when you drive exactly. around, you look at spots and things. Yeah, like, even, like, in my new career and everything, like, number one, I'm still a rollerblader. <laughs> I'll always be a rollerblader. Yeah. Like, when you work for that you work for that company and you need help you'll reach out to the rollerblading community exactly to maybe support Get. like what I'm doing on the outside <laughs> like I'll never like I don't regret all the time I spent with hot dog god it's just <laughs> I gotta move forward maybe it just needs to evolve into something new you know maybe one never say never I'll, maybe I'll be back but uh, right now you know I just gotta take some time yeah let's see tomorrow morning yeah. <laughs> Hot dog God is Hot back. Hot dog God is back. <laughs> under, under new management. New management. Get a bag. We got a new social booth. media presence. <laughs> we got a new logo. We're coming out hot. We, we got a new school. <laughs> we are the sixth wheel brand to be poured by Undercover. We see the whole thing. Yo, we got it. Factories we, in China. We are the fourth or <laughs> we fifth. We make shitty fucking products, but it's about the people, man. We are it's the, the fifth. It's about the color. Yeah. It's about the skin. We pay less for the products <laughs> and more to our team. So you should support us by buying our shit products. I still That's really think one of our original company pitches where it's a... It's a... It's a boot with a skin with a skin <laughs> over top of the skin. I just, I still really think that would be good. No one tried it yet. I think two skins. There's something about two skins. It would just look it's so, like, like layered and textural. <laughs> and, like, when people see it, they'd be like, damn, that, that looks like like a shoe inside a shoe. And, like, inside I don't even, I don't even want a robot. I just want to buy that and, like, put it on my wall, skin. man. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's smart. Cause like one skin, you know, it, it's good. It's good. The but the slogan it's would not be two. Uh, uh, function over fashion. What about fashion over fashion? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you really about it. <laughs> That's kind of what it, uh, it's putting the shot over a legging. It's a swag there over you swag. Go. Best of both worlds. <laughs> My slogan for that would be baggy over tight. Yeah, but I do. Baggy I, I used tight. to do that. Baggy and time. tight. It does serve a purpose like in like fitness. Under my baggy. <laughs> There's many reasons why. It, when but once think I about it, it to put a baggy under a legging. <laughs> Ooh. That would be so tight. <laughs> like wide leg jeans and, like, and a legging over top. Like, this like, is good. They did that in like, like don't you're they gonna do that in Shakespeare plays. Like don't they wear like cod piece, right? 
You, you don't even know piece? how it looks what, like your what's legs. Cod piece? cod piece is like, you know Labyrinth, the movie, the Jim Henson movie Labyrinth, and David yeah. Bowie's The Goblin King? He's got like, you wear like a cup. It's called a right. cod piece, but like it's not to protect. Orange. It's like a, it's just to enhance your shit. Ooh. So, yeah. <laughs> Football players technically do, it's yeah. not baggy, but they wear like their... True. Their yeah. gear, and then they put the tight shit over top, and it it also it yeah, has the illusion of like it. like a like a comic book drawing, like that your month like oh, they have like a crash pad under them. That's why. Yeah, that your shit's like yeah. bulging out. <laughs> so I mean that could work, yeah. Yeah, kind of Clockwork Orange kind of had that. Football's the the closest example of like, it's not baggy underneath tight, but it's bulky Pads. underneath. It reminds me when I was young. I was using these one pieces with my sister, you know, the, like a baby one. Yeah, yeah. And you put all of your clothes that you find on yeah. know, <laughs> a blanket or something it. just to make you as like a sumo. Yeah. <laughs> and you just fight together in the garden. That's so, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I did that in high school. I stuffed. <laughs> yeah. I stuffed. Men well, I did a version of that. I stuffed socks into mm-hmm. my cargo pockets to puff them out. <laughs> yeah, that was a classic move back in the day. Jordan Coles, Jordan Coles like lived out of his cargo pants he had, like, for like a he summer. He had extra and wheels and Allen keys and, years ago, and food I was in my car. and toothbrush. I was in my car and I slept in my car. It was in the window, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was so cold. I had no blanket, nothing. I had just my bags with a bunch of clothes inside, and I was like, I don't know. I just woke up in the middle of the night like so frozen, and I don't even can turn off my. Uh, on my car because I have no really uh, petrol enough petrol <laughs> so, so I was like oh what the fuck I have to find <laughs> I have to find something to get warm so I just put all of my clothes in my pants <laughs> and into my jacket I was like a fucking mix <laughs> did it work? in the middle of nowhere <laughs> oh man and I just woke up in the morning like trying to pee with all his clothes because I don't want to take off any of them it was still so cold that's awesome I just crossed this girl just running it's a good technique it is a good technique yeah it's good just stop it yeah um, they're supposed to be re-releasing you know like the original hippie mobile like the Volkswagen really like the van there's uh, there was a concept you know how like the shows they'll release a concept and not put it out right away but because they re-released the Beetle Remember yeah. they re-released the Volkswagen Bug. They, yeah. Yeah, if they'd be so dumb, especially our generation, yeah, everyone to, will buy it. It would that sell would so huge. well. I'm, yeah. I wonder if it's like an engineering problem right now because originally, those things were controversial and they still are because the engines in the back, it's not in the front. So for safety reasons, I don't know if they would have to redesign it. But like, can you imagine a, a redesigned, really reliable Volkswagen? Oh camper van how like so many people would end up really not renting apartments anymore and like maybe they would find a place to rent throughout the winter Mm -hmm. for a few months or whatever and then just live out of that shit for spring and summer because especially for if you're not tied into family or house or anything it's like it's pretty easy with your phone and your computer and yeah wi-fi to just make your life work it's true in a simple way like the only thing is, like, even shit, showers and stuff like that, it's pretty easy you to figure that out. To pools. Yeah. Yeah. Really easy. It's all about comfort. 
The shower is important. That one's really important. But that's pretty easy to it do, depends. even in the smallest <laughs> communities, hey? Yeah. Like public pools. Yeah, you just get a monthly pass. Yeah. And the walkout gym, something. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Man, it's like where I live in Paris, in the suburbs. There's, there's, it's the massive game of gypsies. Oh, yeah? Yeah, massive game of gypsies. But the Whoa. worst one. Really, the kind of gypsies that you don't want to <laughs> miss. Uh, sneaky gypsies, so, uh, really. <laughs> There's uh, a really bad, but uh, anyway, I'm thinking about it. Just to buy a caravan, and you have nothing to pay, and this fucking government in France is just giving the money to these gypsies. Oh, to live there, it's crazy. They're really? giving the money to yeah. the gypsies. Yeah, because they have you know, like no no money, and they are like uh, clandestine. They're like uh, what? The, the, uh, clandestine. Clandestine. Like clandestine. Yeah. Clandestine. Yeah. clandestine. <coughs> Does like that mean like, like nomad? Yeah, foreigner. Yeah, nomads, foreigner. Okay. And anyway, uh, they have no visa. And uh, anyway, they, they they live in France and uh, the uh, they have no money and uh, they can't yeah push out of border out of these people, so they just let this guy using this garden that they use without any permission permit and uh, yeah they just let them use it this big garden and they put a caravan and they build a, a house with wood pieces from everywhere and they just like walking in the street every day trying to find everything to build shit it's crazy and they make these massive camps <laughs> And they, also, and they also got money from the government and they let the kids go into the school with the other kids and they just make troubles everywhere. They are literally uh, every day uh, trying to stall every, everything everywhere. They're just like it's an like anarchy where, culture. Where I live, They're just like... Where I live, yeah, I, 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 they just, yeah, the first week uh, we arrived with my roommate, we, we get stolen from, uh, from these gypsies in our apartment. Yeah. They snuck into the apartment yeah. and yeah. stole shit? They did, yeah. That's crazy. That culture has spilled <laughs> over, like, uh, the Okanagan. Um, but anyway, my point oh. was to live in the caravan, I think. Can it's a good it. idea. It's because they don't pay anything, you know? They just you came save. here with caravan or they bring an house with nothing, with all of our garbage. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, you don't pay yeah. anything. It's pretty you don't pay anything. Crazy, like... So you don't have to work as much. And they live just beside and they live yeah. just beside the mouse. You just and need I to do a little bit of work to survive. Money for my Man, apartment. And just guess. <laughs> they use my garbage to build something. If my and, uh, if, if I didn't have I like know. student loan payment, my biggest payments are house and internet and TV for the house. Yeah. And phone, Canada, we pay more for this. I know, like, phone is cheaper for you guys. I, think. No, I don't know. Mine is expensive. Is it? Yeah. Because this, like, I, pay like I think uh, it should be cheaper 100, in Canada. bucks every month. Oh, okay. That's yeah. about, this is, like, 70 or 80 or whatever. But, like, because you, you probably use it more off the grid. Yeah, professional. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, the one thing. But even then, it's, like, it's your rent and whatever bills you pay in the house. That's most of your money goes to that sure if you don't buy too many clothes or anything and you're pretty smart about your food and all that stuff yeah it's all like exp- home expenses of course it all goes it? here yeah yeah That's yeah I've been, I've been doing it for the past two months electricity 
And it's smart. Like it's Water. not. It's not. It's smart. It's smart in my opinion. Like if you are in a place in your life where you can do it, it's still nice to have like a home for like a small base. Yeah. Because it's uh, you don't want to have too much stuff in your car. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's nice to have a place. But yeah. It's all about comfort after. Yeah. I think about w- better, and, uh, most better of design the time vehicles your girlfriend wants for it. The yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, or your wife, I don't know if she wants comfort. Normally, if you're going to make kids or anything. I think it's yeah. not yeah. really easy. So. Point, well, we're going to do like the poser version of it, I think, for our honeymoon. We're going to rent something and we're planning on like doing across like we're going to do the states for a couple weeks or whatever so we're going to do like the pretend version where we've just quit our jobs and we don't have a house and we're living out of like a motorhome I think it's important mm-hmm. to do that even if you do have a house to yeah, yeah. experience that side of life and to have both I think that's my plan is that's like, like the a prime. really small place <laughs> yeah like just tiniest place and then go away as much as I can in my car and I think spend time like living in my car if yeah, I the only thing can happen is just to enjoy much more your house when you get back. It's yeah. crazy if I didn't. Because you can get more out of it in your house. I mean, yeah. if you never travel, you never yeah. nowhere. Oh, that would just yeah. like I don't know. And if your house get dirty or get shit, you just get bored about your house. You know, you're yeah. Really so it's cool to travel. Rene Hallgren, Hoax Three. If you don't travel, you get narrow-minded and stupid. He says. Who? Renee Hellgreen in Hoax 3. Oh, yeah? Uh, he says traveling is good for the soul. If you don't travel, you get narrow-minded and stupid. Yeah. If you get too comfortable in one place. That's true. Oh, yeah. Really Second good point. quote. Really good wisdom. Unless that was Tom Alquist. I think it was, was Renee Hellgreen. Yeah. Yeah. If Who, by the way, did... He had your haircut. I didn't even think of that. Renee? Renee Hellgreen had... in He... Which yeah, he shaved on the sides. He had a long pony, didn't he? Renee. But he still had he had Leon's cut. He just had it way shape. longer. It's true. Renee Hallgreen, like there's some not anymore. There? Not anymore. Yeah. But there's some skaters back in the day that like now that I'm older, I appreciate them way more. That like God, you're a young intense. kid, you're into like Josh Petty and Louisa Mora, and then you get older and you're like, man, Renee Hallgreen, Tom Fry, Scott Crawford, mm-hmm. like. There's so many people who were so good at everything, yeah. all kinds of skating, but you didn't think. Renee Hallgren was sick. Man, like he did some big naked. shit. <laughs> <laughs> you remember my Bednik? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he was Hot like he, he was on uh, he was on Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, Mike Bednik. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh UFC. He actually yeah. fought. Oh, he was on the show, Ultimate Fighter. He got he got taken out. He like he didn't get on the show. He lost, but bandwagon <laughs> productions. Bandwagon productions. It's <laughs> the right way to go. We're approaching the two-hour mark. So this is it, probably. I wanted to say one more thing. Um, not that important, but I in the Okanagan that like the gypsy culture of Montreal they migrate mm-hmm. to uh, Karameas and Oliver and Asoyus and they do fruit picking so like a lot of the people who stay in vans and things like that lots of French people migrate to the Okanagan not here but yeah. close to here 
But like yeah. the gypsies in I Europe, mean, like they don't work for fucking anyone, do they? Like that's a thing. Like they are self sufficient. No. They just like steal and fuck people over and really? live in caravans. Like they no, don't not do they do they you like, mean, they don't work outside of their their tribe. Because they, they migrate to work here. They pick. You mean, they yeah. pick fruit. Right. They migrate to pick fruit here. Yeah, yeah. but the, like in Europe, like the the gypsies. We have... Like, do they... We do have you see the gypsies kind, working? We have different kind of uh, gypsies. We have the real gypsies, the worst ones. Yeah. Like, we call them... <laughs> the <most laughs> the co- we call them uh, Rum, because most of them are come from Romania. Okay. And uh, east of Europe. Anyway, and we have also uh, m- much we call them like voyager. It's like traveler or nomads. Yeah. They live in caravan, but they are good people. You know. They right. Are really, exactly. Really good. They just want yeah. to live in. Yeah, caravan. the people in the and people they travel, in they travel like soyuz and stuff. They're good. They're good. They people. are good people. Yeah, yeah. they are Generally, good people. Like they yeah. won't like. They they steal own caravan. Them. They sell a house to live in caravan. You know, they really choose this kind of uh, of life. Yeah. And they they are really respectful and they. I don't know. No, like the hardcore kind of people, gypsies. I really like this kind of people because they really enjoy to travel and they, they, yeah. they stay in the caravan place and they don't even, I don't know, they, yeah, they respect the rules and yeah. they did that in the right way. So it's great. But uh, most of the people living in caravan, yeah, they're the worst, the worst people. Like sketchy um, motherfuckers. Yeah, sketchy motherfuckers. But that, it's, it's, it's admirable. In Marseille, yeah, it is. their whole thing is just like, like figure out a way to fucking take what we need yeah. and fuck these people grass is always greener on the other <laughs> side there's people. people in like a huge house right now who want that life and there's people in the other life who want the huge house life and there's no right answer on oh, it's it. true. there's no right way to live you know this movie Snatch yeah yeah, yeah it is it's exactly this like kind that. of gypsies you know <laughs> you like dogs? <laughs> you like dogs? Dogs, you like it? <laughs> dogs? Yeah, dogs. Yeah, I like dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like dogs, but I prefer caravan. <laughs> like dogs. That was so funny. The uh, when Cody Sanders was on the podcast and we were talking about dag days, he was like, "Do you get that?" And I was like, "Yeah, dags, dags. snatch." And I knew like right away that they <laughs> called their instead of dog days, it was called dag days. Dag days. Dag days. Everybody knows that line. Hot dags. Like dags. Hot dags. Hot dags. Hot dags. Hot dags. Hot dags. Hot It's just like... Yeah. That's an end there, right? Yeah, that is. And you have to do more to just quite your job. You have to sell your house and live in Yeah. If you want to own this fucking business... Well, also, if you, wanna gain the res- <laughs> you have to be a if you want to gain the rocker, <laughs> you better grab grab your shit in and out. Anti rocker caravan. What you're just gonna jump to a grind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're in a ca- caravan, it better be anti rocker. Yeah. yeah, grab in, grab out. Cause big wins. It's cheating. <laughs> oh, we don't even like hot dog god <laughs> has nothing to do. Like we we just pass over. Yeah, it's like None so of our late. people have big wheels. Like even if even if there's some other people like around, yeah. the the idea is to keep the camera away from the big wheel, like away from, <laughs> like not even to show it as existing. 
Because in our world, it doesn't exist. In our world, it's real. Hot Dog God comes from a place where it's respectable <laughs> and it's skating the way we want skating to be shown to the public. And it's shown in a way that people are going to respect. Uh, yeah. I think that's probably the most important point that uh, nobody has done yet in skating is this is the way we see aggressive skating. Yeah. As aggressive skaters, people who grew up aggressive skating, we want to show what aggressive skating actually is. Yeah. And sorry, big wheels ain't on the agenda. No. It, it's, it has no place. No. Hot dog God is about the real. Yeah, real spots, real people, Truths. real tricks. That's it. Plain real and products, real people. Like it or don't. We out here? Real we pain. We ain't changing. Real street art, real fashion. You know, we real bleed culture. for this. We bleed for this day in and day out. We when we rack our nuts Nine on that rail. Five. Real travel. Real airplanes, real cars. <laughs> real pavement. Real shoes, real socks. We grew up on B-Bell and Navron. We're not going to fuck around with no brakes and no fucking big fucking stupid wheels. What about using brakes in this gate? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Why not? I mean, you could stop, so it's pretty good. (laughs) can do so many tricks with there would be Breaking some tricks. Each skate. It goes too fast. Just... Like, or like a spike on the front. <laughs> spike on the front. You mean... So like, when you're blading uh, down the street, people are gonna move. Yeah. Because they don't want to be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what about brakes in the front and in the back? <laughs> That would actually look really sick it to be like going bad. fakie and like you know what I'm stopping about? using your yeah. front brakes. Did you, like, did you, did you yeah. ever use the ski when you're just like laying on your back on the ski? <laughs> on skis? <laughs> did you ever do that? Oh, brakes on both sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Did you do that? That would be Imagine amazing. Imagine on skate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is you can just keep going. <laughs> That's where I really... Shirt off, sliding on cement. <laughs> I think the, the Jacob Ooh. podcast, like, people underrate... The idea of skis being translated to skates could longer flex. Just like skiers having a technology where it's not rollerblades. It's exactly what they feel on skis where there's flexion. They can lean all the way back and all the way forward and there's a, a side cut feel and they can go down a hill and go slowly to fakie. I think there's something there but it's so new and so so crazy to try and think about that that could be a possibility it's possible there is something there yeah but you watch skiing and you think of that translating to spring and summertime just something that felt like skis for skiers and it wasn't rollerblading it's there's something there it's just it's so early on it takes a crazy mind to like try and figure out how that would translate but especially you look at some of those them doing gaps and they're used to landing maybe on their tips for a little bit and then it flexing back or landing that way and flexing forward rollerblades are just it's hard it's really hard to rollerblade mm-hmm. 
just the same quote that I said earlier. It's like, it's the it's the easiest looking sport and it's the hardest sport to make look easy. Yeah. And especially if you've never tried it before, that's why it's it's just begging for confusion. Yeah, it's like so difficult to get to that point and then you get to that point and it's like people don't respect it because they're like, that just looks easy. You're like, like, fuck. Show, <laughs> show a Broscow edit to 500 people drunk in a bar. It looks like the easiest shit you've ever seen. It looks like you're running in your shoes or something. But to actually <clears throat> put them on, for all those people to put them on, if they put them on, they would be like, oh, they would give you five and be like, I can't. They would say they would shake Broscow's hand and be like, "And what about the kangaroo flip? The what? The kangaroo flip? Kangaroo flip? Which one's that? <laughs> like the uh, what Romana Brett did? Like oh, and that's like he called that kangaroo flip. <sighs> Which kangaroo? That's so flip? crazy. Romana yeah, Brett. So crazy. What flip it's do you really do? It's really close to the ski tricks, huh? It's, and for, it's, it's actually a ski. But like to try and get a skier to land that, yeah. it's so much harder on rollerblades. Yeah, Because sure. the precision yeah, of sure. what he's landing on. Yeah. yeah. And again, <laughs> and it's the funniest you never part. Seen it? Huh? You never seen? No. Like the, the, it's like. I don't it's know, like, like a double, double flat spin. Or it's it's or like flip, a yeah. double back. It's it's like an off-axis double backflip. Yeah, it's like maybe. a double flat spin five. Double Whoa. flat spin five. Yeah. And that's where it. I still I can't I can't stand. The, yeah, that's yeah. The, that's I think we're done. End. Yeah. Thank you for for Thank joining you. us. That's a really good um, point because uh, don't forget, hot god dogs. <laughs> hot, hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. God. <laughs> hot dog.